Welcome back to the Healthy Business Podcast. I'm Ty King for the American Business Engine, and with me... Jessica Tallenberg, and Collaborative. Jessica, how are you? I am good. I'm yeah. good. I'm... It's Friday. Surprise! I didn't know that before. So I know we talked before about the... Uh, <laughs> we've talked before about the, 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 yellow, the yellow glasses mm-hmm. and the light blocking and all that stuff. And so is there a reason why you have them... Like, you're not looking at a screen. No, but the um, fluorescents. Fluorescents. Yes, they're very harsh. That's awesome. They're actually worse than, than these screens. They, they really... Havoc. Yeah, yeah, they can be really bad about giving people headaches mm-hmm. too. Yeah, <laughs> I can attest to that. Um, anyways, how's the, how's the week been? You didn't know it was Friday. So it happy Friday! Been, uh, yeah, it. it's been a crazy week. I have um, been putting in insane hours. We have uh, our schools launching. Our schools launched, but we're actually starting classes on Monday. So mm. all the last minute things, making sure that the paperwork's ready, making sure that our checklists are ready, and we're going to be ready to accept students and. It's our first module, so I'm, I'm, I don't know what told you this morning, I'm having a little imposter syndrome. Like, I've been teaching for a long time, been doing this for a long time, and I'm confident. I've written a lot of classes, I've done all this, and then, but uh, this is a school, so it's a new frontier for me. Yeah. I wonder if there's a time where you don't have that, you know what I mean? Like, in the future, whenever you're starting something new and, like... Well, you just don't have that moment of imposter syndrome. I've actually listened to other people, and not so much specifically this, but... Um, speakers mostly that yeah. talk about how if it ever goes away, then that's a problem. Yeah, like you then you have an ego problem, probably. Yes. <laughs> if you just think that you're you're the gift to the, to to the masses, then maybe you should be yeah. doing some introspection because um, you need to have a, a little bit of humble humble uh, outlook on what you're doing. And mm. sure, you can be ready and prepared, and, and, and you know your brain knows all the things. But there's that 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 little it isn't asking you to hey just double. Check your, you know, cost your T's and dot your I's. Yeah. Then maybe, um, maybe you don't. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's been a crazy one for me too. I guess just lots of the mm-hmm. same, same old, same old. Just volunteer, <laughs> volunteering and trying to catch up with jobs and oh man, just cramming everything in. So last Friday, oh so so last Friday, we recorded here and then like I had an entire day of meetings and stuff. But then I had volunteered for this uh, like beer festival thing mm-hmm. that they asked me to volunteer. I assumed, right, that this was going to be an event where, you know, like, networking type of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, no. It was not. <laughs> what was it? It was not. <laughs> I showed up, and there were, like, 75 different, I think, 75 different vendors from just all over. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, uh, there were different breweries. They were just giving samples of different ones. And so, like, we were having to pour at the table. And I knew I was going to be, like, basically a bartender for mm-hmm. people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like. Crack it open here. They, so what it was, there's a huge crowd, mm-hmm. enormous crowd. There was a, a, I can't even tell you how many people were there. Um, way more than any event I've ever been to. And so, but they were like lined up across mm-hmm. the block. So I show up and I can't find parking anywhere because at the same time they had a concert going on at oh. Simmons Bank. <laughs> and so they were charging $20 per parking mm-hmm. anywhere near that venue. So I just go to some, I don't know, some apartment complex or something, just park there and go. Came back. The line was wrapped around the block, and I'm like, I'm a volunteer, and like, and that's why I walked up there, and they were like, oh, yeah, this is the line for everybody. I was like, yeah, but I'm, I need to go in now. I'm working. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, anyways, eventually I found somebody, and they got me in. And so, But the like, there was the huge tents that were covering the whole entire what plaza. Was it was Friday at 5.30 is when it started. Oh, my God. And um, so... Like, 
Yeah, with Sarah Lynn, mm-hmm. Dustin was there. Mm-hmm. Like that, I saw like maybe five people I knew out okay. of this huge crowd of people and friends. So, my usual business connections or the network that I, you know that mm-hmm. I'm a part of, then like I usually see them. I saw Callie there, um, but like it was uh, I don't know. It was just a huge sea of strangers, and I, I assume they since they asked me because usually when I get asked to volunteer, it's that you know they've asked a, a lot of other business you know business owners mm-hmm. or, or, you know, networkers and everything to come in and, and fill these spots. Uh, so, like, I was sitting at the table, and, like, I, I had two other people that were working with me at my table, mm-hmm. and, you know, I can, I can be friendly with anybody, you know what I mean, just talk to someone, anyone. For, but I asked one guy, and he was like, uh, he's like, oh, man, I'm a, I'm a construction worker. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I asked the other guy, he did something, so I can't remember what he did. Um, so it was just they needed warm bodies. It, yeah, warm bodies. <laughs> it was basically that, and I was like, "Oh no, I should not have done this." And so, mm-hmm. but yeah, I had fun though. I was yeah. just basically carny calling, you yeah. know what I mean? Because we had all IPAs. A lot of people aren't fans of IPAs, and uh, so it's just like me trying to get them. So, well, come on, we need to get them trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been terrible at that because I don't like beer. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're like, which one do you like? I don't. Well, that's pretty about all they had. They like <laughs> there, the, uh, the hard seltzers and stuff like that. Now, I do like the hard seltzers, and, and I just found out that um, Mockingbird has kombucha. I can get down with some kombucha. Like, I thought they served a lot of drinks at the networking events. No, 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 no. This, this, this place was drowning in beer. That's funny. And I was, uh, <laughs> it was a very different experience. Cool. But, yeah, so that was, I was like, okay, I know, I know what to expect now. So, Pro tip here, um, before you say yes, know what you're getting into. Mm. <laughs> yes, do your research. Uh, so, yeah, there was that. We'll see. What is it? On Saturday, I'll be volunteering. Yeah, that's tomorrow. God. Yeah. Today is still Friday. Yes. So, tomorrow. Apparently. Yes. Yeah, I learned apparently, that in the elevator apparently. this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so, Saturday, I'm volunteering for the uh, uh, a different organization that helps uh, cerebral palsy uh, mm-hmm. children. And so... It's like a putt-putt slash bar crawl, if that makes sense. Yeah. So there's like a okay. putt-putt course at each, sure. each bar that these people are going to have to. That's kind of By the time you get to the end, I'm sure we're going to have a lot of mist. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> so I'm basically just checking people in and, and you know, passing T-shirts out and stuff. But that's a good opportunity for me to, you know, because the people that are signing up for this one are mm-hmm. mostly going to be, you know, business-associated people. And right, stuff. So yeah. it's a good, good chance for me to be like, hey, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. look at my hat, look at my name badge, you know, man, here's a card, if you need a Absolutely. website, if you want to talk about your marketing, let's do that. Anyways, besides that, that's, a, that's what's been going on. Yeah, I Craziness. Normally, I normally put in about, I don't know, eight hour, eight, ten hours a day max, mm-hmm. just because I have a real physical job. Yeah. And I've been 15 hours every day this week, so I need to remember what we talk about. Okay. Well, it's being recorded it's, though, so yeah. you don't have to worry about that. We have that. to go watch it again. Like, hey, what yeah, are you yeah. doing on Friday? I have a recording. That was me. <laughs> hmm. I didn't realize that's what that was there. That's funny. So, what's our topic today? So, topic today. Or? Yeah, I got one today. Okay. So, um, unless you just had something dire on your heart that you had to talk about, you didn't really listen. No. Okay. I have some ideas, but they haven't been fully fleshed out yet. So. so, I wanted to talk a little bit about conducting yourself outside of office hours. So, like when you're uh-huh. off the clock, yep. quote unquote. That is definitely a quote-unquote, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, Because um, I know, like, we're never off the clock. But, I mean, we have to, like, make ourselves shut down. Okay. You know what I mean? We're like, okay, hey, I stopped working at 4 o'clock today. So, like, these people that are emailing me and calling me and stuff, like, you guys can just t- contact me during regular working hours. 
So with my industry, because it, I, I can help so many different people. Every person I meet is mm -hmm. a potential client. Yeah. And it's not that I'm always selling, but I always have to make myself that person who wouldn't be offensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I... Which I have an issue with sometimes. Like, I, I, I can be strongly opinionated on some things, you know what I mean? Especially if I feel like everybody's having the, the wool pulled over their eyes. Yeah. And somebody's benefiting off of that. Oh, man, I want to put them well, on the glass. Well, I mean, of it, if that is your... If that's you, if that's if that's part of your image, that's perfectly mm -hmm. fine. You just have to make sure that you're willing to own that as a business. Right, and, exactly. And this, and, the, and again, that's fine. You just have like it just has to be this. You need to make sure that you're doing it intentionally. Like, yeah. don't go out and have a few too many IPAs and then start talking about things that you really wouldn't do if you were exactly. you know, in a different situation. Oh yeah, yeah. Good, great point. <laughs> great point. So that's what started this. Okay. So my friend yesterday. Uh, works for a nonprofit and was like just be, I don't know just came under the realization of like that some church because we watched this uh, uh, there's a documentary out there about uh, Hillsong Church you ever heard of them um, so, I might know what the name so if you okay. give me the story maybe so it, they started in Australia they spread out worldwide and like they were based on music first but they became a ministry and they church the whole anyways maybe. so okay. like if you're if you're into the whole the, the like contemporary Christian music, that type of thing, or the contemporary Christian churches, the millennial churches, all mm -hmm. So like most of them base their music and stuff off of Hillsong. Like I was a praise and worship leader for seven years, mm -hmm. right? And, and we had every single one of their song books. And uh, like I, I call myself a recovering Christian. So I'm like, I'm, I'm not a religious person at all anymore. Mm -hmm. But like I, I, I did see, you know, how, how what you know, some, some churches do is they will, the, so like Hillsong was busted for this, and that's why they have the documentary out, um, using their church as a business model, mm -hmm. which they basically are. Right. So uh, the continuously, like they would say a big prayer that would get you hyped up and be like, I see a broken people that need help, and, da, 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 and they don't care how much they have to give for that salvation. You know what I mean? And like, <laughs> it's like they're making huge donations to this, and so mm -hmm. the, the, of course the, the main head pastors and all that stuff, they're, they're mega millionaires and you know, flying jets and all kinds of other stuff. It's crazy. And uh, anyways, my friend was like... The bakers all over again. Yeah, my friend was like, okay, well, I was in an abusive relationship and like that's how the church got me into it. And like they just used my story and then that's that. And I was like, okay, yeah, got you. I was like, you're... And I, I calculated, okay, so in Arkansas alone, there's over 5,000 registered churches and each one of those congregations has a uh, an average of about 200 people. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you're looking at over a million different bodies that have a similar story to yours. Some mm -hmm. of them are very locked into this. Some of them have come out of this, you know. And so, I was like, it's very varying, you know. And of course, it depends on the church and all that stuff. And anyways, and, uh, she wanted to put them on, you know, a blast on, you know, and like call call them out and like specifically the ones that I was like, nope, bad idea, because <laughs> like. <laughs> Here's why. <laughs> Had a few too many IPAs. No, it was like, the reason, I was like, you work for a nonprofit and you believe in this nonprofit and that nonprofit, most nonprofits are uh, funded by through churches at some, some level. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Through, whether they're donating food or clothes or, you know, their services or an open mm -hmm. area, whatever it is. Uh, so you don't want to burn those bridges. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, same for me. If I want to, if I see, uh, you know, a business that's obviously 
crooked, corrupt, you know what I mean? Because there are, there, there are lots Absolutely. of corrupt businesses out there, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? How you run yourself, how you run your business is very indicative of like the type of person you are. So if you're a bad person, you can still open a business legally in Arkansas right. and you can still run that business and it can be successful and it can be at the, you know, the not, not the best interest of the, the customer to clients. Sure. Yeah. And so if I see that, I can't just call that out. A, it doesn't do a lot of good because who am I to even say that when, you know what I mean? <laughs> because money is power mm-hmm. and uh, it also, like, I guess as humans, like, we, we see uh, when somebody has a lot of money and power, like, they're looking up to a lot of people, then that makes you want to naturally gravitate, not you. You're looking at me like, not me, I'm different. No. But, like, if you're well aware of, like, how that works, then, yeah, you can avoid it. But, like, for the most people, they're yeah. like, okay. You want you see something that you you like and you want to be like that, so you're going to gravitate towards that to be to learn to assimilate to osmosis, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, but if I call that that business out, right, as a marketing person, I'm so my primary business is promoting. If I'm doing the exact opposite of that, and if I'm I'm putting somebody out there and speaking negatively about them, that is going to cause future clients or even current clients to be like, oh, no, no, if he, if he does this to this business, what's to stop him from doing it about my business or something like that, you know? That's one of the things I actually teach my students is not to gossip. And it's not because you don't, gossiping is bad. It's just yeah. on the surface. But let's take it a little bit deeper. If you are talking, if I'm talking to you and I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so-and-so, they got a divorce and they you know, cheated on, the, on, on their spouse and blah, blah, blah. And you're hearing that, and sure, you're engaged because it's a it's an engaging conversation. But at yeah. the end of the day, you're gonna be like, "Man, is she telling my secrets?" Even if you only did it with that one person, the one person is gonna be thinking, yeah. "What are they talking about me?" And that the word of mouth is the most important uh, marketing tool that you have. Yeah. And even if you're like, "Yeah," I'm, even even like the big companies, that mm-hmm. word of mouth makes a difference. Right. So yeah, that's important to make sure that you are always putting forth that positive vibe for your business or you're going to lose a lot of business yeah, and for then sure. you know exponentially and, and, and unmeasurable yeah absolutely and even i guess like expressing i mean like today's day and age right so like we are about <laughs> finding who we are i guess you'd say and like putting a name on that and then wearing that probably like a badge okay so like yesterday was National you know, uh, Trans Visibility uh, Day. And so if I saw a lot of my friends in my feed and everything, uh, so the putting out there how they identify as, you know, their pronouns are, like my friend yesterday uh, said, she identifies as a woman, but her pronouns are he, she, or they. And so like a lot of, so like I was thinking like in, in business, you know, you, you, you have to kind of like, it doesn't matter how young or old your business is, you are going to be dealing with somebody of a certain age as mm-hmm. <laughs> at any point, whether they are the, uh, the, the landlords of you know, your office space or they are clients mm-hmm. or they are, you know, somebody that you have to go through a network connections in order to get to the clients that you want. So you're going to have to deal with an older generation, which it's very, 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 very hard for them to understand what's going on right now mm-hmm. with that, with, you know, ident- identifying with a different gender than what you were born with your, on your certificate. And mm-hmm. like, that's, 
so so putting that out there, which I mean, it's, it's a great thing, it's a brave thing, uh, but at, at the same time, it's like measuring how far should I push this mm-hmm. message? You know what I mean? Not that you should be ashamed of anything, right. but like, should I be aggressively, constantly putting these things in someone's face that you know are not going to understand? It's good. I mean, hundred percent because. I have clients that are far left. Mm-hmm. And I have clients that are far right. And right. I'm not far anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I'm in one-on-one with that client who is far to either direction yep. and they're talking very dogmatically about what yes. they believe, it's not going to go well for me if I disagree with them. Yeah. And I also have a very strong moral code that says I can't lie. Right. So I have to navigate allowing them to have their opinion and then allowing them to think I have whatever opinion they want me to have. Right. So, and not lying about it. So, yeah. I, you know, people can think wrong things. They, they can think I agree with them 100%. And I mean, yeah, sure, but, you know, and that's fine because I didn't do the personal lying. Yeah. And I, so I stayed true to myself. At the same time, the conversation went well because I allowed them to have those, those, uh, those opinions. And that's not always easy to do. It was not easy as I was younger, and it took me a while to develop that ability to be able to say, okay, they're, they're allowed to have their opinion, yeah. and just because they have it, and I don't, I don't argue with them, doesn't mean I agree. Right, exactly. So like in, the, in an age where everybody has, is, everybody has their own opinions, mm-hmm. everybody has always had their own opinions throughout history. Oh, okay? well, it's, it's just but now we have a platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like we need to vomit every opinion we have in our mouth and in our minds <laughs> on, online for the world to see, because how else will they know how we feel about things? And it's like, we don't need to know everything you feel right. about. But anyways... So, like, like you're saying, what, politicized, and plus, I mean, so political division itself has created a completely different society in the past few years in America. Oh like, my God, yes. like, I remember like my parents talking about Republicans and Democrats back in the '90s, mm-hmm. back when like uh, you know Bill Clinton was in office mm-hmm. and or he was running for his second term, and like they were talking about the differences between the two, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I was like, there's really not that much difference. So one side does this, and then this, and then this. But like people weren't going to war over it, you right. know what I mean? They weren't ready to strangle it and go. Yeah, exact people are violence. Fighting yes, mad now. Exactly. It used to be like, okay, you're one side would think the other side was just dumb. Right. Now we think one side thinks the other side should die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, and so with both sides there, so like the both the extreme sides on, on either one, like you said, far either way. So one has become what's so like the uh, Democrats, right? So we're we call the liberals, and it's. They are very, I don't know, I, I guess there's like a, it's so strange. There's a, there's a set of opinions that you have to have if you are far left. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it has to be, you've got to be, you know, pro-LGBTQ. You've got to be, you know, uh, the, the Black Lives Matter movement. You have to be in all, all these different things, right? Mm-hmm. So, which... At the core, like a lot of these things are great. Mm-hmm. People shouldn't have to hide who they are. They shouldn't have to uh, endure any kind of social injustice because of their skin color or because of where they're from or because of what they believe in or what who they love. And so, like, yeah, at the core, but it it, it gets it it, it turns into an extreme. extreme. It yeah. gets extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there's that. And then it's like, and if you don't have, if you don't share any of those beliefs that as strongly as as an extremist over here, mm-hmm. then you're not really considered part of the group anymore. Right. You're more in the middle of the road, or they'll try to 
out to the other side, which is you know, Republicans, and so Republicans have uh, a reputation of being like, well, America was built, uh, I don't know, it was, it was built a certain way, and like they were like, we want to keep it that way, and let's, I mean, even though like, like some of the policies do repress, you know what I mean, people of color, it does repress, you know, a lot of the LGBTQ because they're, they're pro, uh, pro-life, you know what I mean? So it strikes down a lot of those you know, clinics and that type of stuff. So anyways, so it, you've got to be one or the other is, is the worldview of the country right now for the most part. It's important to remember that it wasn't always this way. Exactly. And it won't always be this it way. It hasn't even been that way until the last re- few years, you know? And, you know, the pendulum swings. So whatever opinions, and especially in this day and age where everything's yeah. recorded, you know, whatever opinions that you decide to put out there now are going to stick with you and your business yeah. forever, basically. Right. And so if you want to have a business that's around for 20, right. 50 years, then, I mean, look at some of these these, uh, these these celebrities who have been called out on things they said or did 20, 30 years ago, and they are getting erased because of it or canceled. Canceled. Yeah, um, a, Twitter, <laughs> a tweet they sent out, you know, in, in 10 years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like... That person has grown since then. You don't know what's going well, on in their life. Well, it may have been accurate-ish at the time based on the knowledge that they had. And right. then as we, as a society, have learned more and become more yeah. inclusive and have evolved, then opinions change. Yeah. And people don't always let that go. Well, we were talking, you know, uh, talking to my family the other day because my wife had never heard of Burt Reynolds, right? So <laughs> you know, who is Burt Reynolds? And like, she saw a meme where he had his little shorty shorts on, mm-hmm. and it said, just so you know, this is the appropriate length of shorts for men. And then she was like, who is that? Why does he have a mustache? And so we had to go on this whole thing. The mustache. Anyways, and then we started talking about, like, Smokey and the Bandit, mm-hmm. and, like, um, some, some of the, the movies he was in, and, of course, the, the um, oh, God, what's the, what's the? Gambler. One with the cars. Oh, yeah, similar, um, um, yeah. I know, yeah. God, you know what I'm talking about? The General Lee and all that stuff and Daisy Dukes and all that stuff. Dukes of Hazzard. Dukes of Hazzard. Thank yeah. you. I, I never watched that show in my life. But, yeah, yeah <laughs> I've heard a lot about it. But, like, we were talking about, like, some of the themes and stuff. And, like, we just read the synopsis. And I was like, you don't ever have to watch any of these just to know what it is. And I was like, let's just read the mm-hmm. Wikipedia. And so we were doing that. I was like, man, that would not fly today. If you created a lot of these things, mm-hmm. like, a lot of these themes, like, that would not fly. And, like, that, that, that turn, like you said, that pendulum, that, that change happened – like less than 10 years ago mm-hmm. you know what I mean uh, of course the Me Too movement came out and like it changed a lot of things and like how we treated women and like it, we're still working on how to you know get equal pay uh, so there's a, a lot of things across the board going back to the point so the point is like right now we are so politicized on, on both of those sides and so the majority of human beings in in the US if you're not of their political persuasion, if you don't believe what they're supposed to believe in their party, like you could have a fight on your hands. Like it either won't use your service or they will, I mean, I have seen on LinkedIn, which is supposed to be the, the professional platform mm-hmm. where people encourage each other, they network together, where it was just straight, Trump should have been president, blah, 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 and stuff about, you know, Biden gas prices and uh, talking about, you know, the Ukraine and, like, Russian relations and all this stuff. And I'm like, this has nothing to do with what we're doing as professionals, right? Mm-hmm. So you're bringing your personal opinions into this. And if anybody disagrees with you, like I've seen, like, in the comments, because I'll just go in there just to see, like, oh, God. Right. <laughs> through here. And like they, oh man, they will go at it with mm-hmm. each other. 
But on LinkedIn, you've got your name right under that. You've got your title and who you work for. Mm -hmm. You are representing that company and that name and that brand. Mm -hmm. Are you the argumentative type that staunchly, you know, goes against somebody just because of their own political beliefs? And are you going to be the one that just blasts propaganda? Or are you going to be the one? Yeah, so it's, it's yeah. how you conduct yourself is, is very important and reflective of how you, your company and, sure. and how you and, get clients. And, and you don't have to change your opinion. And that's important. No, you that, don't. But you have to you have to consider how you're going to live with that opinion yeah. as a business owner. And you don't have to be friends with all your clients and you don't have to agree with all your clients. Yes. And if they have my thing is is you know, if they need my services and they have the money to pay for it, yeah. Unless they're breaking laws, unless right. they're out there, you know, killing children or something like that. Um, yeah. I'm okay with them thinking what they want to think. So I'm careful in We'll say, uh, so it goes back to like what your mom should have taught you, right? Which mm-hmm. is, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And so let's let's do that, and because you're probably not going to change that person's mind by coming at them with a baseball bat and a crowbar. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe pitchfork and your your torch in your hand. That's not going to change somebody's mind. They're not going to change their opinion because of, out of fear or because they're getting attacked online. So. It, it, it makes it look so bad on you and it alienates them and then like you you'll never have that connection and you'll never you know, grow your well, business or even relationships I mean, some people think the anonymity of being online makes them safe right it doesn't try googling your yourself. name yeah there is no such thing as anonymity online yes. i don't care how much you try to hide that bury that you can still look up someone's ip address mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's not hard to find somebody online unless you're just part of anonymous, you know, the the group that. But even you know, so, I mean, there is still going to be some record of, of you with your opinion absolutely. somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's what they pick. <laughs> the, <laughs> old, the old tweets then get you for it. And so, yeah. So like, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. That's fine. If somebody has a differing opinion, that's great. Um, that. That's what makes the world interesting is when mm-hmm. people have different opinions. And so, but when we turn those opinions into like reasons why we should go to war with each other, that's not fun anymore. That's not interesting. That's just barbaric. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're going back to caveman days. Um, so like c- conducting yourself, I think what my, so I'm, I'm very careful in like the type of clients that I take on because if what they do is reflective of my work too. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I want to have clients that are putting out good values. I definitely want the ones that are, like, giving back to society, that are, that are you know, helping out and actually volunteering or giving to, you know, several different charities so that they can do the work. Either way, however you want to go about it. But so, like, uh, well, last December I had a, a, a rapper that reached out to me and then wanted me to do some, some marketing for him. And so, like, I gave him a higher price than I was going to give anybody because <laughs> I was like, I really don't want to do this. And then I started like watching his music videos and stuff and what he was doing, and I was like, okay, it's just you know, uh, thongs and cash and and everything. it's the typical what you think of is like mm-hmm. the what, what you know like the, the gangster rap. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a stereotype. And I was like, doesn't represent me. Doesn't represent my. Well, I mean, and that's the fine line. Want. You want to make sure that you're attracting clients that are going to that you're happy to, to boast about. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, I have this, especially in your industry, you're like, I have this client, um, I want to market them, I want people to go utilize their services, yeah. I want people to know about them, and that's a representation of you. So if you want taking clients that you at least can somewhat align with, like they can mm-hmm. have different political opinions, and they can have, but if they have that same 
that doesn't think that I don't say any other right. United States at all, then that's that's you know alignment with what you are. So that's a good point uh, to your point that not only connect yourself but connect your business in that way. Yeah. If you take on clients that are constantly out, um, actually this is something my clients do too, that are out there and very outspoken and into things that are just completely opposite of what you find. Um, morally right, yeah. then that also represents you because they're going to go say, I have this strong opinion and I want to, I'm fighting mad about it right. and I'll also use this person over here. Yeah. So that's a referral that you don't want. So it kind of, it goes both ways. Yeah, for sure. And I would say, you know, find your, find your own values and establish those. You know, not, it's crazy how many companies don't really have an established, you know, book of, of, of values, mm-hmm. you know I mean, that are like part of their company. In your employee handbooks, in your mission guides, statement. mission statements. You talk to yes. any business guru, then one of the first things they'll tell you to do is dive into that, spend some time, yeah. meditate on it, do what you need to do. Mission statement. Make it a sentence or two. That, that is, is it. that is your. Yep. That is your. Um, what is it? The. Uh, it's your goalpost for being on the right track. Like whenever you're not sure if you're doing the right thing, go look at your mission statement. Yeah. Uh, make sure that you is it whatever you're making this whatever decision you're making is it in line with that. If right. the answer is yes, then move forward. If the answer is no, well, then maybe rethink what you're doing. Yeah, for sure. And uh, you know, making sure, so like your, your clients and customers that are, you know, like especially for me being marketing, so I'm promoting, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm promoting your mm-hmm. business and that's what I'm doing. Um, so if somebody asked me, even if they were like a great, great client, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden they want to post, they want to make a post about, you know, pro- Trump or Biden or some other candidate or something like mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to do that because mm-hmm. I'm not going to be part of your you know, political affiliations and I'm not going to alienate a whole body of people, mm-hmm. right? So that's what you're doing. Like you're promoting one thing, but you're alienating a whole group of other people. Mm-hmm. And so that's the fine line. So like I said, it's fine to have your own, uh, you know, like I said, go back to the mission statement. Does it, does it match up with what you're trying to do? Mm-hmm. Was this part of your business plan? Was it to politically motivate people to vote a certain way? No, probably not. Unless, and it, unless it is. And unless then, it is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, so I know, you know, some people have opened, you know, like consulting businesses mm-hmm. strictly for, they'll be like, I only deal with Democratic candidates or mm-hmm. I only deal with Republican candidates or I only deal with independents. Um, and so that's their whole business model, mm-hmm. which is, that's that's their brand. Right. And But like, you, I, I read some of the things that they post and I'm like, that's offensive, but uh, you know, I guess you know if, if that's way people are hiring you for, be offensive. Right. And so. Yeah, being offensive isn't wrong as long as you're willing to own it. I mean, if that's your thing, if I'm going to say yeah. I am a staunch whatever, I'm I'm in, I'm of the Green Party, and yeah. I am I don't remember what they stand for, but in, you know, I was just trying to pick one of uh-huh. those, the the two big ones, and I am I am this. And if that's your thing, then yeah. go for it. But make sure, back to your mission statement, make sure that that's your goal. Make sure you stay in your lane. Make yeah. sure you, you're on the, the path. For sure. There, you reminded me of a, uh, so there's a, a famous uh, streamer uh, who like streams games and mm-hmm. all this stuff. Yeah. God, I wish I could remember his name because I don't watch him, but like everybody knows who he is. And like uh, anybody listening is probably like screaming it at me. But it's, uh, he wears like this crazy like mustache. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old this guy is, but anyways, he was a crazy fake mustache and like sunglasses and stuff. And his whole brand is like he is just talking all kinds of shade <laughs> throughout the whole thing, <laughs> like yelling at the camera while mm-hmm. he's playing these games and doing all kinds of stuff. And people love it. They like watching watching him do this and stuff. But it's a character, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you know, uh, an- another you know recent, very recent, very. Uh, viral the moment that happened to just like be a representative of your brand 
So, you know, the celebrities, I, I think of, like, some people that own, like, production companies, right? Uh, the, the Rock, of course, mm-hmm. owns, was it, uh, Seven Bucks Productions, um, and that's his whole thing. It's like, yeah. well, I started off with $7, we invested, and we did this, 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 and we worked, 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 worked to where we are with today. And, like, consistently, if you're watching a movie with The Rock and it's his production company, you know what to expect. It's probably mm-hmm. a good time, it's probably fun, adventure, that type of stuff, but it's not going to, like... You're not going to get the piano. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to get the piano, and you're not going to get anything that's, like, terribly offensive mm-hmm. or, like, it's just, it's like a feel-good type of, right. you know, action movie. Uh, Ryan Reynolds owns his own production, uh, Maximum Effort Productions. And so, like, he's very, he owns so many different things. He owns uh, Mint Mobile, which is the, the mobile phone company out of uh, California, mm-hmm. um, and that are trying to go, you know, nationwide. But, like, he's always producing their commercials and stuff. But you know what, it, what to get with Ryan Reynolds. He's basically himself in, mm-hmm. in every role he's in, right? So he, But you know what to get. You're a lot of car- comedy and, mm-hmm. and snarky sarcasm, that type of stuff. Uh, then, I don't know. I don't know if you've even heard about this because you don't like to get on the social media. But uh, Will Smith last mm-hmm. Sunday, right? I, well, that entered my feed. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, because it was everywhere Monday yeah. morning Could when you, I was scrolling through. Yeah. I was uh, scrolling on, la- on a Sunday night, just going through Twitter, and I was like, oh, like as soon as it happened, I was like, well, this just happened, and then I was like showing Tara, and she was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, um, I, I actually just had a talking point with her, I was like, what are your opinions? Yeah. Yeah, what do you think? And so. And so everybody, yeah, so that, that was another really divisive thing, where <coughs> people, that, I mean, it's just, I don't know, I guess we're just, right now we're just like latching ourselves onto one thing, and having a a very, very strong opinion about it and willing to fight over it, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, if you want to go back into sociology, yeah. it, that's something we can have an opinion on, that we can we can be total polar opposites and we can yeah. argue about it, but neither one of us wants the other dead. Uh, right, like, exactly. But when you get back to the circle about, the politics is a kind of a different feel right now. People are, are like, war angry over politics, but we can talk about this controversial subject and have a, a heated debate and it'd be okay. So. Yeah. Topics like that are going to hit the media, are going to yeah. do something big because people can talk about them. For sure. And so, like, they were talking about, you know, of course, Jada, Will, Chris, and, like, they, people are taking all sorts of different stances mm-hmm. on this. He was right for doing this. He was wrong. The Chris should have never talked about his wife. He was wrong. Uh, well, they've got a history together of joking around, so, like, he was actually just on brand and doing th- – and Will Smith was just having a bad time because, you know, they have an open relationship, yada, yada, yada. I mean, like, Jada has her own podcast where she's, you know, uh, taunts, you know, embarrassed Will online with some things that she said about him, and it's like, okay, well, I mean, we don't really know what's going on in any of these people's lives, period. Right. But – as far as, like, if we're looking at this as, like, Will Smith, it's like, okay, you are the owner of your brand. You know, like, most of his movies, we know what we're getting um, because, I mean, Will Smith, I mean, I know he won Best Actor, but, like, I can't ever see him as anything other than Will Smith because, like, he's the same voice, same, mm-hmm. ca- like, carries himself the same, the same spot, and it's like, he doesn't really change character very much in anything yeah. he's in. Most of the big guys don't. So you're Will Smith, you're Tom Cruise. Those yeah, they they exactly. kind of play Tom the same Cruise. character. Um, <laughs> rarities are like the Val Kilmers. Yeah. Like every movie he's in, he looks different, he sounds different, he acts different. He's like one of those real chame- uh, yeah. chameleon type characters. Mm-hmm. But it's rare in Hollywood. You mostly get, you know what you're getting. Exactly. So with that, like consistently after you've got so many different blockbuster movies and you've been doing the same type of character for mm-hmm. so long, 
you've got a fan base. Mm -hmm. You've got and the people that are watching your movies and making them a blockbuster. They're the ones that you know they have a they, they like what you're doing. They have a loyalty to you mm -hmm. and on whatever level. And you have a responsibility to them, mm -hmm. and so and for that brand. And so if your brand has been, well, you've been you've always okay. So he started off with a, a, you know <laughs> as a rapper talking about how he didn't need to cuss and rap in order to do this, which is his, or talking about you know mm -hmm. violence or drugs or any of that stuff. Okay, and then move on to TV shows and movies where like he uh, you know was uh, in interviews he was staunchly against you know uh, violence and violence is never the answer. And this one moment. On live TV across the world, just in in a, in a moment's flash, you know what I mean. Whatever he was going through in his life, that pushed him to that 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 single you know uh, decision of I'm gonna walk up this stage and then I'm gonna hit this man. Well, and before we offend our audience, I mean that 100 percent everything you said. Yeah. Whether. Yeah. It was. In the moment, was yeah. staged because he still had to make the decision. That's true. Whether it was he, he, right. he made the decision. If it was staged, he still had to make the decision to still get up on the stage right. and do that. Exactly. So you know, you know, either way. So conduct. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it, either way, you you did you made an action which represents you now. Mm -hmm. It's part of who you are. It's like, oh, sorry, I, and I've heard this excuse a lot of times. Hey, I just wasn't myself. And it's like, no, that was still you that did that. So that's mm -hmm. that's that exists in you somewhere. Yes. <laughs> and you didn't control it. And right. Like, exactly. We, we've all got our demons, and so we all just sort of live above them. We mm -hmm. never get rid of them. They, we always just live above them. You know, we just, we know how to. Hopefully, we live above them. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, sorry. Yes. <laughs> I have learned to live above them. Yes. Most <laughs> of the time, I have uh, a few IPAs. Now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just selling them. Anyways, uh, so yeah, the. Um, Going up there and, and doing that, that, that single action of, of making violence after you've been so long against violence, like that's a direct, you know, it's a contradiction of your entire brand, mm -hmm. which, you know, that caused a lot of, well, the talk that we've had all freaking week on life. Mm -hmm. And so, same thing for a business owner. If you are all about, you know, uh, if you're like kindness matters or if you're all about, you know, hey, if you, um, feed one person then the the world will never go hungry if you, you know everybody should help one person you know, if that's your brand you know what I mean of being a, a social company like I've heard lots of coffee shops say that uh, where you know they're, they're community based mm -hmm. and they want to grow a stronger community yada, yada, yada. I know that a lot of that is branding and advertising sure. and, and marketing and all that stuff just to try to get people to come in but let's say that you walk right past you know uh, somebody that was in need, you know what I mean, like a, a homeless person on the sidewalk, or you, you saw, uh, somebody that was, you know, obviously distraught or, or you know, crying or whatever it is, mm -hmm. and somebody sees you and like you just look at them and like walk by, then that's that's still ref that's reflective mm -hmm. of like okay, even well, you're that not really one living. little decision not to make a, an action can be an action. Exactly, exactly. I, I was just telling my kids, it's like indecision is still a decision. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your your inaction is you know. It can reflect negatively on you too. So, like, being well aware—not that you have to be a character—but mm -hmm. like, if you're going to go ahead and say that these are the things that you live by, then live by them. Right. And uh, I, mean, I know it's so stupid that we have to get down to the why it's so simple. It's simple. So, if yeah. you say one thing about yourself, do it. Yeah. If you it. don't say about it, you don't have to. You're not held down to that. Right. So, sure. That's what it comes down to, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's insane. And so I know. So, like, I always go on about Mark Zuckerberg's books, but anyways, I learned in that book, 
uh, EMIF um, when I was becoming an entrepreneur, and I was sort of working on, on my business plan as I was working on myself because I knew I had things in me that I needed to work on mm -hmm. as a person. So I was like, both of these are the same because I noticed like your brand, which he described it as three different things. It's what you say, it's what you do, and it's what people say about you when you leave the room. Mm -hmm. So your reputation. So, but those the last part is heavily reliant on the first two. Yes. If you say that you're one thing, and then you show that you're not. If you're like, I care about the environment, and then you drive <laughs> off in a, you know, Humvee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, maybe you're going to say the wrong Spitting exhaust everywhere, yes. and like, yeah, smoking cigarettes, <laughs> throw, throwing them out your window and stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, uh, being reflective. So people are going to see that, mm -hmm. and they're going to talk about you, and the word's going to get out, and then you're going to have a reputation for yourself, and probably not get as much business as you would have if you would stayed on brand. Mm -hmm. So... Um, the same thing with like uh, the, the people that say, you know, everybody says we have the you know, car lots, especially we have the lowest prices, you're pre approved, da, 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 da. and then you go in there and find out it's a different story. That's mm -hmm. why you know, car salesmen have a pretty bad name for themselves. Well, you know, yeah, most of them, yeah. most of them have a uh, you know, a bad name for themselves because of that, or like attorneys, especially. I mean, the stereotype. Um, was created for a reason. Now, exactly. It may not be accurate today. Thank you. Yes. But they live forever. Yeah. I mean, not forever. They live a long time. It takes yeah. a long time, to your point, to right. overcome a an opinion, a stereotype, a, you know, right. falling into a certain uh, public view. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. Well, uh, and the way that you know, somebody explained it to me one time was like, there's a, a, a road sign and that says, don't drive over the median on the interstate because somebody tried to drive over the median in the interstate. Yes. Who was the person who put who, who did toast in the in the bathtub? Toast in a bathtub. Toaster says, "Don't use in the bathtub." Or don't, you know, it's oh, like, oh, yeah. who did that? Uh, yeah. Who thought? Like, I can't uh, wait to make <laughs> toast until my bath is done. Yeah, I need to do it now. <laughs> um, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do not use the toaster on the side of your bathtub. That's that's a terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> just just FYI, that's great. So yeah. Um, so you know, to get down to, you know, to what we were talking about, so like we are living the way that you say that you're living and also realize that uh, whatever your brand is, whether it's the one that you created yourself in your mission statement or if it's the reputation that you have that has been getting you all your clients and customers and getting your network and like your, your people are looking up to you, um, making sure that aligns with your actions. Yeah, and, and I think that it goes way even more than just don't feel like you're, you're not being able to be yourself. Yeah. Don't feel like you're having to make compromises or that that the always on thing. Yeah. Don't feel like that's a burden because if you're being true to yourself in your business, it won't be a burden. Yeah, for sure. And I think of like uh, I, I hate that these things e exist. You know what I mean? But like at the same it's I don't know. It, it works for them and that's I guess it's just something I have to be accepting of of like this is the world they live in. So the my pillow guy you ever heard of him? Mm -hmm. My pillow. So, that, did you hear what happened to him? Mm -hmm. Okay, so during the whole uh, last you know presidential campaign, he was very you know, pro Republican and all this stuff, and so he said a lot of you know bad toxic stuff about about women and all, all kinds of things, and people associated that with his party and all the anyways, crazy. Um, so his company went almost bankrupt because of his actions. Mm -hmm. And then he pivoted and leaned into that, the whole uh, being, you know, 
outright, you know, pro-life, uh, anti-gay, uh, you know, just all the all the different things that you know people usually associate with Republicans. So, th- so he leaned into it, and now, uh, like that's what his whole brand is. Mm-hmm. Like, if you support true patriotism, you'll buy a pillow from me because da 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 da. And like he does that, and like <laughs> my friend ordered one of those. She had no idea of any of this stuff that was going on. She just heard that that might be a good pillow for her neck. <laughs> and so she ordered it, and when she got it, like, she got this huge flyer that was all about <laughs> what a real patriot is and da, 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 all these different things. And she was like, what is this? I don't even – and I, was, I had to explain it to her. She was like, I just wanted a pillow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, again, that, that's, that's the direction they wanted to go. That's his brand. Yeah. You know, and, and some of the things that – you may also – have to counter your industry. And this is something that I face a lot uh, being a, a massage therapist is we have a reputation. It's yeah. not founded in anything really uh, like it today as it was years ago. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I had, I was looking to rent commercial space. I was moving properties and I had a commercial realtor not want to rent me space because I was the wrong kind of business for the building. Mm. And I'm like, what part of this says that? And, you know, so I have to very, I have to be very careful to even more so honor my brand yeah. so that I can overcome that reputation that I didn't even create. That's a good point. And, like, especially with people that, you know, they can't control a lot of things. Like, you, you may be part of the LGBTQ community. You may be uh, black or brown skinned or, you know, uh, might have a, a what is it, what is it? Mother from another country, I lost the immigrant. word. Immigrant. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, Im- <laughs> like my brain got stuck. So yeah. So you may be an immigrant, um, and then not speak, you know, with the same accent that somebody has here. Mm-hmm. And so I, I had conversations. I built a website for this law firm in uh, Chicago that deals with immigrant law, and uh, she was an immigrant herself. And so she was from a part of Africa to where, like, I, you can tell in her, her voice. So I would have to ask her to repeat a couple of things for me. But, like, besides that, I could understand her mm-hmm. completely. But, like, she had a really great, like, <laughs> African accent, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, trying to speak English. It was really cool because I, I can't even imitate that. Um, but, yeah, for those things that, like, you can't control about yourself. They are part of who you are. You should never hide that. And then you, like I said, maybe your landlord of your, of your building <laughs> It may be somebody that you have to get through in order to get to you know somewhere you want to get. It may be somebody at the Chamber of Commerce. It may be somebody in your BNI group. It may be somebody that is uh, trying that considered they found you online and now they're considering buying your services, mm-hmm. but they didn't know who the owner was. But and they Google got, you because they will. But they <laughs> but they've got a problem with those you know, you know like yeah. if whether, whatever type of person you are like they've got a problem with that. Mm-hmm. And so. Uh, Conducting yourself still, because I know you probably want to say a few words, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely want to be like, I'll tell you about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But, like, being able to... Oh, I would love to sit here and just tell everybody the name of the company yeah. and the name of the guy and start blasting. Sure. Yeah, but I can't. But there's I, better I, ways to fight against that. Um, and, and I'm not just saying be a yes man and don't be like, okay, well, you're right. Thank you. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I just... No grit my teeth and go away and now I'm in a better building and I'm looking yeah. down on that building and every time I look out the window I'm like yeah I, I, I dodged a bullet with that building here yeah. I am yeah yeah sure. <laughs> yeah because there are other opportunities it's mm-hmm. not like this is the world's opinion this is just one person's yes. opinion right so 
um, whether, whether where you meet one person that is against you, you have a million other allies. So don't focus on that one person. I know as people we have a tendency to focus on the negative rather than the, the hundreds of great experiences we have. So I'm going to interject just one second. Yes. This is actually Please in do. the healthcare field. Um, we are genetically wired to remember bad things. So you know how when you go walking through the house and you kick the, mm -hmm. the, the chair and yeah. you stub your toe, you don't remember walking past the dog or seeing yeah. the, the, the whatever. You remember that. And you remember that for weeks. Um, but you don't remember. And the reason is, is because when we were out hoarding for food, we wanted to remember that this berry or, or killed somebody or that this, uh, this thorn caused a big problem or that that animal killed. Mm -hmm. We need to remember that. But when things are going cool, we just need to enjoy it. Yeah. Well, it's like a survival instinct, exactly. right? Because we remember what happened to us, the bad, <laughs> the bad things that happened to us. That way, you know, our body and our minds are preparing us to not have that happen to us again exactly. so that we can survive and, and carry through. Yeah. That's so strange that we're not wired to remember all the great. In fact, you would, I don't know. Yeah, but if you have two paths, one of them is covered in thorns, one of them is just a clear, you know, grass field, and you walk through the thorns, yeah, you're obviously going to remember that, and then... Like, it's, it's I wish we could remember to walk through the, the yeah, field because exactly. then we take that cho that choice more often. Yeah, we're weird, you know. Yeah, yeah people are just so strange. We're we're Which we're, is we're, we're emphasizes <laughs> mindfulness and being in the moment. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So psychology has everything to do with everything with us. It's so wild. Jeez, hundred percent. I'm always blown away with that. Anyways, anything else you want to add to this? Did we pretty much cover it, or do you have anything? We danced around it, covered it, boosted yeah. it up. We did the little, you know, the Greek chair dance for the wedding. We did it all. Greek chair dance for the wedding. Yeah, it's weird <laughs> that they, yeah, they have, it's just, it's not just the Greeks. It's, uh, you see it on TV a lot, where they take the bridegroom in the chair, take them oh, yeah. around, and sing and dance. And yep. You do that with, with, with owning your, owning your brand. On and off That's the true. clock. On and off the clock, yes. Your brand is carries on with you even if you're off the clock. Oh yeah, going back to what we said before. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I like how we just start on one thing and then we're like, <laughs> we travel around the world, then we come back here yeah. and we're like, oh yeah, remember that one thing we started with? <laughs> I yeah. forgot about that. There's a title to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll shut this one down then. If you are watching this on YouTube, of course, you can find us in all of the streaming services around the world. And if you are listening to this as an audio listener, you can always find us on YouTube. Uh, one day we'll have our own address, and it'll be great. It won't be a bunch of numbers and, and numbers and letters and uh, all that. Soon, so. soon. Yeah, yeah, soon, soon. Um, let's see what we got. What, 14, 15, 16, 17. I think this is number 17. Yeah. Right? Yeah, something like that. We're somewhere around there. Anyways, cool. yeah, I know. We're still working our way to 30. So maybe what, by the summer? Is that 30? I don't, I don't know. know. That's math. math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too early for math. We need, we I need did, a I math person in here. Speaking of 30, it's kind of funny that yeah. in my 20s, I couldn't wait to be 30 because I just wanted to stop being, oh, well, you're in your 20s. Yeah. So I'm really excited about 30 again. <laughs> it's true. We'll probably do it better this time. I probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I freaked out when I turned 30. I was like, oh, no. I was excited. I'm like, get yes. old. Really? You, yeah. you realize what you say? I needed to get to out of the out of my 20s because people look at your 29 the same they look at 21. Yeah. But when you're in your 30s, they're like, I've arrived. I'm kind of, I, you know, I'm, I'm adulting now. <laughs> yeah, or I'm supposed to anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my brand was adulting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, you want to say bye?
Ben's healthy. Ben's keeping the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that always comes next. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stole it from me. Bye.